You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Can somebody please explain to me how in the hell Mike McCarthy is still the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? Jerry Jones said last night he's bringing him back and he thinks he's the man to win the Cowboys their next Super Bowl. You got to be kidding me. Now, fair enough, he signed a five-year deal. He's got a year left on it. So there you go. You get your fifth year. But all this guy has done is lose in the playoffs. Same with their quarterback, Dak Prescott, who's the most overrated quarterback, honestly, in my view, in the league, he gets more attention than any quarterback in the league, basically, except Pat Mahomes. He reminds me of Orange Sherbert, my boy Herbert with the Chargers, another guy making tons of money that doesn't win. You can say whatever you want to me about how uh, he's a prototypical, big, tall, huge, 6'5", 230, cannon arm, all the rest. Herbert doesn't win. That's it. But they go 5-12. and 12. I don't care if he broke his thumb. I don't care about all the excuses. All I know is they never win, and when they go to the playoffs, they lose, if they ever go to the playoffs. And Dak Prescott is the same thing. He's going to be entering the final year of his contract. And... I don't even know why they want to keep him. I mean, this guy choked and folded up shop in that playoff game against Green Bay like no other. In the first half, he threw two picks. One of them a pick six, hizzy. He threw for 80 yards in that first half. Now, I know he had big numbers in the game, 400 yards, three TDs, but it didn't matter. They had already been over. The game was over. The Packers destroyed them. Green Bay humiliated the Cowboys, and they did it in Dallas at Jerry's World. It's unbelievable to me that they brought back McCarthy. I thought they would have fired him at halftime of the game. Or maybe when it was 48-16, to they should have fired him. But instead, they don't do anything, and they're bringing back the same people that can't get it done year after year after year after year after year. I mean, it's stupidity. The Cowboys are going to work on a DAC extension between now and the start of the season. He's set to count for almost $60 million against the cap as it is now. This guy's gone eight years as the starter, and he's 2-5 and five in the postseason. And no appearances in the conference title game. Bottom line is, Dak sucks in the playoffs when it matters. And they're going to have to pay this guy $50 million a year. That's the neighborhood they're talking about. 
How do you pay a guy $50 million a year with zero playoff success? I mean, you got to be kidding me. So here's why they're selling you that uh, keeping McCarthy is smart. He's 42 and 25. He's won two NFC's titles in three seasons. And he called the plays this season for the first time. And Dak had his best season leading the NFL in TD passes 36 a year after he tied for the league lead in picks with 15. And that was after he missed five games with a broken thumb. The Cowboys have made the playoffs in three straight season, which they hadn't done since a six-year run from 91 to 96 that included Super Bowl wins three times. McCarthy, the first coach in team history to post three straight 12-win seasons. Well, it must help that they play 17-game seasons now. And with him as the play caller, they finished number one in points per game at 29.9 and number five in yards per game at 371.6. But as we all know, you're only judged by what you do in the postseason. That's all that matters. He's lost in the first round of the playoffs twice, both times at home including the embarrassment 48-32 against the Packers. Do not be fooled by that score. Think more like 48-16. That's about where they were at in that game because they got their ass dumped. I mean, did Jerry not even think about Belichick? The guy's won six Super Bowls. He's done with the Pats. He's available. Or what about Jim Harbaugh? He just won the Natty with Michigan. And he took San Francisco to a Super Bowl. And that took him about five minutes to accomplish that. Or even, what about Mike Vrabel? He did so well in Nashville with the Titans. We all know Jerry's old. He'll be 82 next season. He wants to win another title. That's not happening. He never wins the title anymore. Troy Aitman ain't walking through the door. And you know Dan Quinn's leaving. He's already interviewing everywhere. Carolina, Washington, Tennessee, the Chargers, the Seahawks. A lot of people think he'll end up in Seattle. They should have probably let him be the coach. But they're going to stick with McCarthy. It's insanity. You look at, uh, like, Dak. He's a lot like Romo. Romo was undrafted. He was a free agent. Had the job forever. Finally got, like, back injuries and left. And then Dak took his gig. He was a fourth-round pick. They were both in multiple Pro Bowls. They both set lots of team records. But neither one of them was ever Staubach or Aikman. They didn't win Super Bowls. And that ties those two together. Dak Prescott and Tony Romo are playoff failures. Romo, two and four in the playoffs. Dak, two and five in the playoffs. Romo had three shots to advance to an NFC title game in 07, 09, and 14 and never got it done. Dak's chance at a fourth try was wiped out by the Packers after he missed out in 16, 18, and 22. Some people say it's not fair to put it on Dak or Tony. Oh, is that right? Well, um, but you want to give him $50 million a year to be the quarterback, and who are we going to blame? The running back? Are we going to blame Parsons? Oh, by the way, um, 
Micah Parsons had one tackle in the Packer game. And I've already said this before. Uh, People think he's the best player in the NFL. My ass. I'm done listening to that, too. The best player in the NFL in a playoff game never has one tackle. I don't care who it is. The best players in NFL history in the postseason perform at the highest level and have all kinds of tackles. Think about this. Since 1980, Ken Anderson, you know who that is? He used to be the Bengals quarterback. He's the only guy to be... His team started for more consecutive seasons than Dak Prescott will have next year, which will be nine straight seasons as the starter. And that's before going to a Super Bowl for the first time. Anderson was in his 10th season as the Bengals starter in 81, and he finally went to the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning, Matt Ryan made their first Super Bowl appearances in their ninth season with the Colts and Falcons, respectively. Manning had won two MVPs before getting to his first Super Bowl in 06, and he had to deal with Tom Brady and the Pats dynasty in the AFC. Dak turns 31 in July and played every game this season for the first time since 2019, as I said before, leading the NFL in TD passes. He's had every injury known to man, dislocated, fractured right ankle, broken right thumb. He's missed multiple games. So about his contract, I mean, he'll be in the final year of a deal that counts, as I said before, around $59.4 million against the cap. Extending him would make him one of the highest paid quarterbacks, if not the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, and limits their space to get other players or add anybody. Uh, They cannot use a franchise tag on him in 2025, and that would make him an unrestricted free agent. Basically, you have to remember that their backup is the young 21 number three overall pick, Trey Lance, who they got in a deal from the Niners earlier this season for a fourth round draft pick. He's 23. He didn't take a snap this season, and he's thrown like 100 passes in his career. Dak has already taken the Cowboys to the woodshed in a contract, turning one year of playing on a tag into a four-year, $160 million deal that had $126 million guaranteed. And that was coming off that broken ankle. His $40 million annual average has him tied for 10th among highest-paid quarterbacks. And now he's going to go to $50 million, and he never wins playoff games? I mean... You got to be kidding me. Jerry said his worst regret in the NFL is that he didn't win a Super Bowl with Romo. And he said that he'll feel the same way if Dak doesn't get him a Super Bowl. He said Dak is a player who's qualified in every way to have a Super Bowl in his career. Romo's best shot was 07. They were 13-3, and but they lost in the divisional round to the Giants. And they had beaten them twice in a regular season. And then they went on to win the Super Bowl. You lose. Dak led the NFL in completion percentage at 69.5%. Was number two in QBR at 72.9. Quarterback rating 105.9 in passing yards, 4,516. They were set up to go to the NFC Championship game with two home games at Jerry's World in Arlington as the number two seed. Only 
Green Bay sucker punched him in the Adams apple. He gets picked twice in the first half. They were down 27 zip and the game was over. Stephen Jones, Jerry's kid, said Dax Harrow is still straight up. I think the best football is in front of him. He keeps getting better, and then he has all the other intangibles to go with a skill set, which is plenty strong to being special. But Dak knows, he said it, it's about winning and winning in the playoffs and getting to the last game and winning that as well. Well, here's a news flash for you. The Cowboys never sniff the Super Bowl. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 